going to hear me read the script. And good afternoon, everyone. I'm back. So before we get into this now, if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you all. It's free, which means you all can do this the same way I'm doing it. Now, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will, de- uh, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, without further ado, your mental health, and this is going to be part one of a series. I want more people to join in and partake in this. Because I know a lot of people have, um, they, they may feel like they want to share about their stories about mental health, etc., etc. So, as we're doing this, you don't realize that lack of sleep will directly affect you mentally. And you will begin to become a little cranky. Not as interested in doing things because you don't have the energy because you're not sleeping. Also, along with your mental health, you have to talk about your body. Getting the right amount of sleep, eating right, and also your water intake. Now, yours yours truly had a seizure. Um... It wasn't, uh, it's nothing, it's really nothing to laugh at because you can't really make a joke about it. Um, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's scary because when you realize that you're not getting enough sleep, you'll be acts funny. And those, uh, those serotonin levels that, that you need to keep yourself happy, they start to dip. You, you know, your mind goes elsewhere and your behavior comes a little funny towards everybody. And um, it's self-destructive. It is self-destructive behavior when you sit there and you think about the things that you do. Um, now, that lack of sleep is something that it just doesn't happen overnight. It takes it's years of that. Years and years and years of not really sleeping right or taking proper care of yourself. And um, that was something that I was doing. So, I know we talk about mental health a lot, and we laugh at people who act crazy. You know, everybody, that motherfucker's crazy, that nigga crazy, ha ha ha. Or, you know, and I've said this before in other shows, where within the black community, mental health is a joke. It's a joke to a lot of people. It's always, well, boo-boo's just a little special. Or re-re, you know... Riri's, you know, she, she she got on that stuff and she went crazy. You know, we talk and, and we talk about it and we laugh about it, but it's not funny. Because people who have mental health issues such as schizophrenia and things of that nature, that you know, a lot of people do die from men, from their mental health or their mental illness. Because even if you treat it, there's sometimes it, it's it's a little more than just taking medicine. Medicines are great, the pills are great, but no one talks about the long-term side effects of, of these medicines. Yours true, yours, yours true, truly here, you know, me. Uh, at one point in time, I was taking medicine to uh, help with my, uh, my mood. And um, it really didn't help me as much as I thought it would. It just made me angrier. Um, 
I felt I felt more depressed than I did before. And I know people out there who deal with uh, bipolar disorder, as I said, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, agoraphobia, agoraphobia. There's all kind of things that that, are, that go along with mental health. And um, as I said, it's not a laughing matter. You got to start taking your health all in general serious. If you're feeling down. And if you have health insurance, I know a lot of people don't have health insurance because it is it's sky high. You think about that, too. You think about the uh, the fact that. We're struggling and I'm going to talk about just us within the black community and even outside the black community, because I know there's people who I've talked to who, well, you know, they may be they may be white, they may be Hispanic, but they all have the same problem. And. We always talk about health insurance. We talk about the fact that it's really not that affordable. If you think about this, right, if you're bringing home every two weeks, let's say you're bringing home about $1,100, right? You got to look at, you know, we know rent, rent ain't cheap. Mortgages aren't cheap. Car payments, insurance, they're not cheap. So you got to start figuring out what you can eliminate just to get health insurance, just so you can get the help that you need. And if you don't have health insurance, you got to look and see, you look and see at the price that you're going to pay for medication. You know, and then you also have to make sure your insurance covers that medication, because if not, you're going to come out of pocket. And if you can't afford it, that means you're going to go without it, which means the problem will persist. And it's going to linger and it's going to get worse. So when you see a doctor again, it's always, well, how come you didn't take the medicine? Well, um, I couldn't afford it. And that's happened. Um, So in this day and age of making more money is great. But, yep, you make more, they tax you more, which creates issues within us, such as hmm, depression, anxiety. Because now you're chasing a check and you're chasing that check. You get working all that overtime. You don't have to you don't have time. You never have time to really decompress. So your mental health is always under attack. If you have a job that's high stress. Where you're getting called out of your name, you have people wanting to fight you, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to be stressed. And if you come home. And you can't necessarily um, talk about it because you might come through the door and you might be under attack. No man or woman wants to come home, especially if they're living, you know, they have a family at home where they feel like they're being attacked, where they just finished getting attacked for eight hours or maybe 12 or maybe 16. And you don't want to come home to that. That affects your mental health, which also affects your physical being. Because stress kills you from within. The number one killer of black men is stress. Leads to high blood pressure, high hypertension, strokes, heart attacks. Those are the things that, that really kill. Now, I use my, I'm going to use myself as the example. Stress was really wrecking havoc on my body. I wasn't digesting food properly. properly. Um, I wasn't sleeping right. 
um, going to, you know, because you got so much going on, it's hard to fall asleep. So you fall asleep late, you get up early, and you feel like it's a continuous and never-ending cycle. And when that cycle continues like that, you begin to feel like all hope is lost because um, it never changes. It's, it's never, it's unwavering. So you just keep going. So what I've experienced was high stress, no sleep, your brain begins to cook. It's like a skip, a skip develops up there. And you and you glitch and you have a seizure. Now, the after effects, you know, you could be the toughest SOB, but a seizure will take you out. And it'll make you sleep for hours and make you just kind of contemplate things and reevaluate your life. So to relieve the, to relieve that stress, you must find an outlet. And if it's something that you know brings you a, a, a bit of joy, do that. If it's something new where you know you're going to go to the gym, box, whatever the case may be, get into that. Because working out is a really, it's a really good stress reliever and it gets you into the right frame of mind. It makes your, it makes you, makes your head go into a happier place. And also, something else that works with uh, mental health. And I'm finding it to be true is the morning and morning affirmations and nighttime affirmations. The morning affirmations get you up, get you motivated. It's that driving goal. It gets you that drive. And at night, it relaxes you to the point where you kind of you kind of have an out of body experience. That's my experience. Just that's just me. Um, I just uh, I just know this much. Um, having worked in the medical field on two different two different ends of the spectrum, security and now being a CNA myself, you see it. You know, you see you, when you see someone who has really ha- who's really having a tough time struggling. It, it becomes heartbreaking because you're watching that person literally struggle to you know get the help that they need because they're not feeling like they're worth anything. Some of us know how to uh, hide that pain, but that's not good either because you're keeping it in, you're bottling it, and you're going to become a ticking time bomb. So I will say this, because I'm not going to keep us all here too long. You got to start cutting the junk out your life. And to those of you who've been following me, I have a, you know, I use the term, I have that saying, jettison the weight. Planes will dump whatever they have to, to conserve fuel and also to reach a higher altitude. So you got to learn how to jettison that weight, everything that's weighing you down and mentally killing you. You got to find way and physically as well. You got to find ways to uh, jettison that weight. Stress can contribute to diseases within the body that could either be, well, 
no disease in the body is good. So some of them are, you know, you can correct. Others may take surgery and some of it can lead you to death. So that cancer that most black folks deal with, it's attributed to our diets and the high stress level that we deal with. Don't argue with me. Don't debate me, please. Um, for, you know, I've talked to some men, especially during the, you know, during the pandemic and dealing with the George Floyd thing. And many other incidents where we've seen our people getting beat and raped and lynched, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that saying is it's tough to be a black man in America. That's in itself is stressful enough. But then we also have to deal with the stigma that's attached to um, to having a mental illness. Now, that's something that I want to touch upon on the second part of this when when I get around to doing it and hopefully I can get some people to uh, participate so we can really have a deep discussion about this so my good people now is the time that you have to really start taking care of yourself my, to my fellas out there guys if you're over 45 or 45 and over Talk to your talk to your PCP. That's your primary care physic, a physician, and talk to him or her about a colonoscopy, because um, you don't want to sit there. And you don't want to go out like that. I, I've seen I've seen men and women die from colon cancer. I've seen people die from cancer. I think we all have had a relative or two that we watched die from diseases. So it's all about what you put into your body. You know, yep, you can go to Subway and eat fresh, but uh, let me ask you the question. You get that tuna. You sure it's tuna? Are you sure it's tuna? Then take a look at the sodium intake. The carbs, the calories, all those things. You know, I mean, I know we all love to eat and we want our food to taste good. But you got to be smart about it, too. When you're going out to buy fruit, don't be so quick to go out there and buy that seedless. Buy the stuff with the seeds because that's the actual real deal. That's the real McCoy. Don't be afraid to start looking into seeing what ginger or turmeric does for your body. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, you got to eat you got you got to eat the actual shit that you can get from the store meaning in other words people people bypass the fruits and the vegetables they want the shit that comes in the box they want the stuff that just uh is it's easy it's instant and nobody really I'm not, myself I'm not really a big time cook I I I'll cook if I have to but I, I love to eat a nice green leafy vegetable. You know, I love juicing. I love juicing those pineapples, the ginger, the turmeric, blueberries, lots of anti, uh, antioxidants, strawberries, etc., etc. You know, and that's the thing people don't understand is that when you juice and you clear, you clear that shit out your body, all, all those toxins, it helps you up here too. Because when you see yourself looking good and feeling good 
it translates to good mental health. And going back to mental health, when you get up out the bed in the morning, say something positive. Not, oh, fuck, man, what the fuck? That's not how you want to start your day. Now, you may want to start your day rolling, rolling over and, and getting some good ass in the morning. But if your partner's really not up for that, you will have to get that nighttime loving or that midday loving. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but you to get yourself into that place, that good, that good place, talk highly of yourself. As I said earlier today, when I wake up, I'm carving my initials in this planet. When I get up in the morning, I tell myself, I am powerful, I am strong, I am wise, I am intelligent. And I'm going to do my job to the fullest. So when you start putting that, putting those positive things out there, you start because you're speaking differently. You're putting a positive charge out there into the universe. When you keep doing that, you'll start to see your fortunes change. And that means you're you're right up in your head. Now, also, let me keep this in mind, too. Like I said, I was saying earlier at the start of this, that um, people with mental health issues, we tend to shut down a lot and we tend to just hold everything in. And that's that's really bad because that's. It creates a toxic environment within you, within your soul, and not, and also within your body. But then you got to look at it from the standpoint: if you have people who love you, I mean, will get, will do anything for you. You have to open up and let them know what's going on. Yeah, they may be annoying and aggravating, but you got to look at it from the from where they're sitting. That if you've been taking care of everybody else. Somebody needs to take care of you other than yourself. And if you're not going to take care of yourself, then you're going to have to have someone put a foot in your ass and make sure you do what you need to do. But it also comes down to your will to want to and your will to live. If you don't really have a will to live, then you're not going to just take care of yourself. You're just going to taper off and just whatever. But if someone loves you and they want to see you live because they know what you they know all the things that you have in your life. And I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about your family. Some of you may not have a family, whatever the case may be, because circumstances have taken place and whatever. But if you know that you have a family that relies on you and loves you, take better care of yourselves. Take better care of your mental health, your physical health, and your spiritual health. Those things go a long way. They go a very long way. Also, um... Find, you know, find those things that allow you to get that, um, that aggression out of you. That, the aggression that you store up is something that can really hurt somebody else. And having anger issues, people don't see it as having a mental health issue. It is. It's a major mental health issue. And um, we are approaching the 20-minute mark of this. So I am going to... Uh, Read this script one more time, and then I'm going to cut this live and go right back to the app, uh, the Anchor app, and uh, 
continue my show. So if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Free is for me, good people. It's for me. It's for you. Come join Anchor. Get your own podcast. If you're into that, let's go. Now, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will deact. Uh, Anchor will not deactivate. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And uh, before I go, guys, when you start, when you start, I said it earlier today, this morning on my IG live. Um, when you start to ascend. You're changing the way you're moving. You're, you're talking differently about yourself. You're seeing yourself differently. Um, with that, people are not going to be comfortable with that change. People will let you know they're not comfortable with it. But live, yo, live your life. Live your truth. Don't worry about what, what someone's, someone's going to say or feel. And, you know, if you've been there for people and you've seen them, You've seen them go through their changes and you sat right by their side, didn't criticize, didn't say anything. And they don't give you that same support. That's their loss. That's that. That's when you got to take that airplane you're riding in. And dump that weight. No more free passengers. That affects your mental health, which affects your physical being. So on that note, good people. Have a great evening. Um, if you guys have an idea for a show, uh, inbox me, DM me here or my other page. Those of you who know what the other page is, um, and we can talk about, uh, show ideas and getting things moving forward with it. Um, but I do want to say to those of you who showed up, Delilah, thank you. I appreciate you. Let me wave back at you. Um, Let's just bring more awareness to what's going on in um, with, with our mental health within our communities. COVID has taken a toll on a lot of us mentally. Um, the fear of the fear of all this, oops, excuse me, the fear of COVID has really uh, scared people too. So, so you're living in fear. You begin to create doubt. You know, you're not sure of anything, and that's how it goes. But that's for another show, another time. My good people, have a great day. Um, I'm not done with this show, but I'm done with IG Live. So I will get back to you at a later date and time. And as I said, if you want to join, I will inbox you and ask if you'd like to join. If you can't, let me know. If you do, let me know what your schedule is so I can plan around your schedule so we can do this show. All right? Have a good one. Now, um, let's just jump right into it again. And I can get a little more, uh, more, more raw. And um, so anyway, let's just talk about it. Let's get it. A lot of our mental health, we, you know, we, we sadly rely on others to make us happy. Happiness starts within you. No one else but you. So 
when you say, you know, I'm making a move, I'm doing this for myself, people will tend to feel like, um, like, hey, it posted. So anyway, people tend to feel like uh, because you're happy, they want to sit there and say, well, what about me? They're not, don't I make you happy? Well, it's not, you know, yeah, you, you, know, you make me happy, but my happiness starts with me. It starts with me. Nobody else but me. And you have to remember that. It's not taking a shit on your partner or whoever it is. It's just that you you can't rely on someone for your happiness. Um How can I put this delicately? When you, you know, when you're happy, people tend to want to say, hey, you know, this is all about me, you know, me and you, I make you happy, don't I? Yes, you do. But, but if you're coming out of a situation and you begin to see yourself differently, And you start to talk differently. Your attitude, the way you approach things is different. <clears throat> People get nervous. People tend to get nervous because there's something new. They're not sure how to take you. And what, what they're really afraid of is now this person's awake. And damn, they're going to see me for who I am. Quite possibly, yes. If they choose to stick around... That's because they're being entertained by the bullshit, which means they're not letting they're not allowing or letting anyone affect their mental health and their physical health. They're just like, hey, that's how you feel. Cool. No problem. Now, when you adopt that mentality and that attitude, it helps you out from the neck up. You're not being cavalier. You're not being, you know, dismissive. Or passive aggressive, whatever the case may be, you're just kind of like, hey, I, your brain's saying, I don't have time. We don't have time for this bullshit. We don't have time for this, Mike. We got to go elsewhere, and we got bigger and better things to do. So if a motherfucker wants to be petty, you got to cut the you got to cut the motherfucker off and let them just be petty on their own. Now, I'm going to. Um, like I said, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, DM me on Instagram, inbox me on Facebook, one of the same. It's all the same. It's still a message. Let me know if you would like to come on the show. If you have a topic that you want to discuss, the mic is open. We just need to set up the time and the date. Um, I will go on about mental health and talk. continue to talk about mental health um, on a later date. But I'm going to wrap this up. It was great to talk to you. It was great doing a little podcast again. I haven't done one in about a month or so, a month or two. So I feel good right now. A little sleepy, a little tired, but um, I feel good overall. So, um, like I said, holler at me. Love to hear from you guys. And also, 
Remember this. Positive energy activates constant elevation. It spells peace. I'll say it again. Positive energy activates constant elevation. And if you did anybody wrong in the past month or the past, I don't know how many years, that person may not want to talk to you or ever talk to you again, but at least try to table the discussion to say, I apologize. Don't come off with no half-ass bullshit apology. Come from the heart. Come from your soul. Let that person know. you. If, if you hurt that person, but you weren't purposely, it wasn't done on purpose. You can, hey, if you got to hit their line with a text, if they don't respond to the text, that's cool. If you know their address, write them a letter and tell them how you really feel and tell them that you, that you are from at the bottom of your heart that you apologize for your actions. Those are the things that people will look at because you took the effort and you took the time. Um, I just went through a traumatic experience, as I told you. You know, I saw something that I never thought I would see, and it changed the way I, it, it changed my outlook on life. So I said to myself, you got to come to terms with forgiving yourself. You got to make sure that um, you're in the right place mentally to do this. And you have to really forgive yourself first and foremost. You have to. You have to say, I forgive me. Then you got to start going down the list and apologizing to the people that you deem to be important in your life and the people that you love. Now, for myself, I'm not used to people giving me attention. I'm used to giving others attention. I'm used to giving of myself. I'm used to taking care of somebody else. So now somebody else wants to take care of me and I'm not used to it. So I'm kind of low key for kind of bugging. I'm not used to people really worrying about me or caring about me. So I am kind of feeling like a little weird because I, I didn't think getting sick, people would give a fuck. I felt at a certain point like um, no one really loved me either. And knowing what I've been through in my life and seeing some of the things I've seen and, be, and been exposed to, some of the things I've been exposed to. It makes you a it makes you a cold person. It makes you a very quiet person at times. It makes you withhold a lot of stuff because you see the people that you're around as loved ones, people that you care about immensely, and you feel like they can't handle what's gonna what's gonna be said. So we shut down, and because we shut down, we isolate. We technically are isolating and verbally just. Not we're just not communicating. But anyway, just know this, my good people. We have to really take care of ourselves. Nobody else can do it for us. There are people that can lead you in the right direction. They can nurse you back to, to good health where you can sit up in the bed. What you know, watch TV, read the paper, and you know, read your books if you're sick like that. And then, after that, you have to really seriously, like, just you know, start to sit there and reflect on life and ask what's more important 
my sanity, my health, my well-being, or somebody's bullshit? I think you all know the answer. It's called self-preservation. I could tell you respectfully and truthfully that I have self-sabotaged some of my own shit out of fear because I've never knew I've never really been too successful at things. So I don't know what it's like to really be successful or to feel any kind of success. So I, I will self-sabotage if I'm on the verge. And that's a that's a nasty trait to have. But I'm trying to break it because somebody, a good friend of mine, called me out on this shit. Someone I, I actually respect told me I self-sabotage. Told me I don't know how to let go. I have trouble with this, that, and the third. And it's been sticking with me. So when I decided to sit down and do this podcast... I just wanted to talk briefly just about those those uh, those traumatic experiences that you experience as a child. If they go un, unchecked, it's not healthy. Because as an adult, you become very, very, very narcissistic in a lot of ways. You become very manipulative. I've seen people lie, cheat, and steal. But when you sit there and you listen to the story and understand how they got there, the backdrop of it, that's when you begin to realize that excuse me he or she had been abused and they have to they feel like everything they're in survival mode so this is why a lot of us do what we do and this is why a lot of us withhold information and say things because we're constantly thinking about everybody else and not thinking about ourselves so as i wrap this up get up in the morning talk and speak nothing but positive energy into this world when you go to bed at night speak and talk about positive things and yourself in this world do not suffer in silence if you have a partner that just constantly looks at you like you're stupid because you you have something to say my advice is dump them divorce them get away from them It ain't Hollywood, but God damn it, a man needs love too. Women, you got it. You you got the world in the in the palm of your hands most of the time, and you say things to men that you don't find that you think well, it's my truth, but it's fucking hurtful. Because if I told you I'd look at you as a stank ass bitch and a fucking dick sucking hoe, your mental health be fucked up, and you'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that to me. But you can sit there and say, well. Damn, I thought about, well, I, I, you're just going to give this up and let somebody else fuck me or whatever the case may be. You can't say those things. You can't say that shit. You got to look at yourself. After you say that, you kind of look at yourself and some of us be like, nah, I'm better than this. Fuck that. I'm cutting bait. Some of us want to save the fucking shit and I understand the, the long-term effect is devastating because if you do get into another relationship, how healthy is it going to be? And you may find in the very beginning of a new relationship after you've come out of a really rough one that you're going to have a hard time trusting your new mate and it's going to create a problem because they're going to constantly tell you and reassure you, I'm not going to pull the rug from underneath you. But because you've dealt with so much dumb shit and had things held over your head and not being able to express yourself, 
you kind of look at them like, who the hell are you? You see how that fucks with you mentally? Creates issues. So let me, before I get a little too long-winded, as I said, I'm going to wrap this up because I know I don't want to go, I don't want to get too too deep into it. I want to wait till I have a, I have an audience where we can talk about this. So everybody, please have a great evening. Um, excuse me, for those of us who are still working in, in, you know, in schools, Friday's that last day. We made it. We dealt, we did it in the, we did it during a pandemic or I say plandemic and um, frontline workers. Y'all, you know, we are, we are something else. We are some bad motherfuckers. We came in with a, we came in with the attitude of rapping like Saran and rocking like Iran. I, I love that shit. And we did it. But it took a toll on us mentally too. We dealt with a lot of shit and we we're burnt out right now. Trust me when I tell you. I know I am, but persevere, don't hold it in, seek help if you need help, and even if you don't really need help, you just need to talk to someone, Get find a good counselor. A very good counselor will help you out in so many ways, but when you get into counseling and you, if you're married, don't make it about your mate. Don't make it about your mate because when you come home and you tell your partner what you know about your session, your partner more than likely is going to start feeling like your roommate, which means either the dick ain't going to be sliding up in you or you ain't going to be getting no kitty cat because you're going because they're going to feel some kind of way. And if you have a problem with your mate, don't text the problem. Get on the phone and talk to them or, or say, hey, look. Call them and say, look, when you get home, can we talk? Because I, I got a few things on my mind that I'm not going to discuss over the phone. We're not texting. Don't email me. Nothing. Let's go sit down somewhere or go for a ride and talk about the problem. So on that note, have a great night, people. I will talk to you soon. And this episode will be up in a matter of minutes. Uh, peace, love, and blessings. I love you all. And um, live life one day at a time. If you need to speak. You can inbox me, those of you who know how to get in contact with me. You can contact me contact me, and we'll talk. Text me, whatever, because I'm really not always in the mood to talk on the phone, but just text me and we can, get, we can talk. We can get a nice little, nice little session and, and uh, relieve, relieve stress on both ends. All right? Have a good night, and um, see you next time.